Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's a very chilly, I feel like a broken record now. It's another freezing cold day. Yesterday was a high of, I don't know, five. So today is also very chilly, but I think it's supposed to get up to 20. So a good day for maybe staying in and hopefully playing some video games. Lucky you if you can. I have to drive and pack up my car. Mm-hmm. And, yep. I'm going to try to. In the to. thick of it I, now. Because <laughs> I, I go out of town again uh, for work. So I have to try to get everything edited and all of that fun stuff. Yesterday, I was taking the motorcycle apart and getting that ready to be painted. That's so exciting. It's just been, it is exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's I spent um, a lot of time trying to figure out a color been going back and forth on what body parts to get painted and what color to paint it and what color the leather for the seat's going to be. And so it's just been a lot of back and forth and trying to figure out what I want to do with the bike. I think I have it all nailed down. I'm 75% confident that everything is sorted. Uh, I think your confidence is way lower than it should be. From what I've seen, it's going to be beautiful when all is said and done. It's not that it's not going to be, but it's just Mm -hmm. like, what color do I want? You know what I mean? I I see so many colors. I'm like, oh, that's a nice color. That's a nice color. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm happy. I'm very happy with the color that I have selected. Um, But there's there's always other colors where you're just like, oh, maybe I want that color. Maybe I want this color. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I had to contact the company where I'm buying the seat from and the fork gaiters. They're these like little rubber things that go over the forks to prevent dust from getting into the moving parts. And it just gives it this sort of retro look. Uh, they have leather ones that's going to match the seat. And they don't have the right... um, they, they have like these bumps, uh, the, these folds, and the existing gator has seven folds. They have one that has six and one that has eight. But because oh. it's like custom made, uh, I don't know if it's just, you know, bigger folds or smaller folds. So I had to contact mm-hmm. them to ask which which fold they or which gator's size they suggest mm-hmm. for my bike. And then once they get back to me, I'll be able to order the seat and order the gators. And maybe those will be here within the month-ish and uh, the bike will be all painted, and then I put it all back together, and it'll it'll look fantastic. So I'm very excited. But that's what I've been working on over the last you know week or so. Mm, my Stardew Valley boyfriend will be jealous. Mm, well, I can't wait to hear more about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we'll jump into the first story. We have a lot of like little one-off stories, a lot of quick hits here. And the very first one is kind of interesting that a Switch exclusive is available on PC for a very limited time. You can get Damon X Machina. It's available via the Epic Store and it's free. So when this podcast releases, that will be the day it is ending. So you'll have, I guess, probably until the end of the day, the day this podcast comes out. So if you're listening to us on Thursday, you're too late. Sorry, you missed it. (laughs) But on the plus side, we will have Ukulele and the Impossible Lair coming out as the next free game on the Epic Store, which I believe you can also get on the Switch. Uh, I played, I think, the first Ukulele on Switch, and it's fun. It's It's a very cute, fun game. So either way, if you are not following the Epic Game Store, you probably should because they have a free game constantly on there. I have so Mm -hmm. many games through the Epic Game Store. I don't even have a PC, 
But uh, <laughs> if it's a good game and it's available, I get it anyway, because then it's in my library. And if I decide to switch over to my PC on my computer or buy a PC in the future, I have all these games ready to be played. So uh, yeah, check it out free. Why not? I guess that's the coolest part about the Epic Store is once you download a game, even if it's free, you have it forever. It's yours forever. You can play it. Yeah, it's like Steam in that yeah, way. You know, yeah. it's very similar. If you're if you're a big fan of Steam, yeah. then I would definitely check out the Epic Game Store because they're constantly giving away a free game. Every mm-hmm. every week there's a free game on there. It's crazy though that a Switch exclusive is on it. Because I think yeah. I think Ukulele and the Impossible Lair isn't a Switch exclusive. I do believe it's available on other consoles, but Damon X Machina is definitely a Switch exclusive. So I wonder how they spun that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, moving on to our next story, it looks like we have sort of some Metroid Prime 4 news-ish. <laughs> uh, the the studio, Retro Studios, is looking for a tools engineer and technology engineer specifically for Metroid Prime 4. So clearly they're still working on it, which I guess is good. Well, that's but... <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. So it's not much of an update, but it is an update. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can it kind of <laughs> goes hand in hand with our next story slash rumor, whatever. And that's there's talks, there's rumblings, there's thoughts that Breath of the Wild 2 is gonna be delayed. Maybe, maybe not. It's so hard to say. Nintendo has been so quiet for all of 2022 on pretty much everything. Uh, but it's been slated for this year, and we're kind of wondering like when do we hear anything when like is there we haven't had a direct yet which is kind of interesting a lot of Mm. people i think even myself were i I can't remember our our first episode of the year but i know we were talking about a direct perhaps this year or maybe or this month or maybe next month we haven't seen anything yet from nintendo i i would imagine we have to get a direct next month uh for february it's got to happen i mean it's we haven't heard anything from that in a while but over the past week the well-known leaker Samus Hunter took to Twitter to neither deny or confirm the delay. It's kind of a weird tweet where they said, just to talk, I want to express my thoughts on the possibility of postponing the sequel of Breath of the Wild 2 2023 at the moment i see it difficult nintendo wants to aim for a release for this year but if for some reason the launch should be postponed the final decision will be taken around april and a possible announcement in early may at most because usually this happens so i have no clue what they're trying to say in that last sentence but the idea that nintendo would push this to next year is a little scary because we don't know of anything else that nintendo is really doing For the remainder of the year, I think if this gets delayed again and doesn't come out until next year, their holiday season is looking very, very bad unless they have something (laughs) planned and they just have not alluded to it, which is very possible. We could be maybe we're getting that prime trilogy. Maybe we're getting a new Zelda. Who knows what could be coming out? Yeah. But I feel like the majority of the people are expecting Breath of the Wild this holiday season. That's what would push more switches. That's what would be like the big hit for Nintendo. Um, and, And the fact that we're five years almost into the switch if they don't have something like that, you know, I, I can't see the momentum for the switch continuing to go up. I think we're going to we're kind of at that peak. We're going to be starting to go down here soon. This is going to be their this is it. You know what I mean? This will be that'll be their peak. And then I think you're going to start seeing the sales numbers going down. And uh, I don't know if they push it. That's a bummer. That would be a real big hit 
on what is going on now. Like they said that the, you know it's this is quote unquote could be speculation, could be rumor, could be insider information. Nobody really knows, but we thought that since there is talk, we should at least make a mention of it. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody has any clue what Nintendo's doing. They're they're they've been very tight lipped on all of this so far. I think that first big direct is going to be a, a doozy. That's going to really start getting us excited. I could see Breath of the Wild news coming at us during E3. That's going to be when we know for sure yeah. if it's coming out this year. They're going to have an announcement. They're going to have a game trailer. They're going to have a date. E3 will know. If when is E3? Don't, uh, hold on, let me look. It says they haven't confirmed it yet, but expect the E3 2022 date to occur in the middle of June 2022. So I would have to imagine if Nintendo does not announce a date during E3 for the most anticipated game they have, it will not be coming out. Yeah, And that kind of goes along with what Samus Hunter was saying. So if they don't announce in April or May that it's going to be delayed, then we're definitely going to see something at E3. I think we're going to see yeah. something E3 regardless. Yeah. I but I think mm. E3 is when we will know that it's coming out this year. That's when we'll have the date. That's when we have the release date. 100%. Yeah. If they do not give a release date by E3, I don't think it's coming out. Yeah, it'll probably Or get they will announce the they as Nintendo likes to do the Zelda Direct for next month. You know, so they'll have a thing at E3, yeah. they'll show the trailer and say, looking forward to the Nintendo Zelda Direct next month. Yeah. And that's when they'll have the date. But we will be getting the release date, I think, during E3. Yeah, that that would make sense. And it's kind of funny because yeah. both both the, the story and the Metro Prime 4 story is just basically, we haven't heard anything about these games in quite a while. So here's yeah, something. Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> here's a taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. It'll be really, really interesting to see. I, I hope that it's the case because we don't have any real stories on other games coming out. So unless E3 is full of these crazy left field surprises, which would be super exciting. I mean, I would be totally fine if they had to bump breath of the wild but we were getting other stuff to kind of fill it mm -hmm. in maybe they did you know like this crazy uh link's awakening remake of something you know where you get another filler game or yeah. maybe we're getting that metroid game uh, metroid prime remake or maybe we're getting some other stuff to kind of hit each month so you have a constant flow of games and then we get that early 2023 i don't think it would be holiday 2023 i don't think mm -hmm. you push it that two years like come on no. that's crazy but um i don't know i don't know well it's nintendo you really never know what the heck yeah they're doing. they don't really have like a stable strategy because for example for example with smash brothers like how many directs that were, were did we have that were focused solely on smash brothers like we were just burned out because because there were just so many of them but then At they have we other were. games. Then they have other games where they're just so quiet about it. And all of a sudden it's like, you're going to get this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, exactly. okay. <laughs> like it's all over the place. So, you know, Nintendo always have these has these little tricks and surprises up their sleeve. And mm -hmm. speaking of which, um, who knows, maybe we could hear some news about it next month. Maybe. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a rumor going around right now that Nintendo's going to be announcing a new game in February. There was a leaked image from a Japanese magazine called Nintendo Dream. And they suggest in this photo image that Nintendo is going to make another major announcement next month. And this was alongside like an advertisement for Arceus and um, 
uh, Kirby and a couple other little things. So because of that, people are speculating that it's going to involve a major Nintendo franchise. Because why say alongside these big titles, they're going to announce something else too. Um, But this is the only thing that has been leaked about this. (laughs) So take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) It's apparently based on, quote, insider information. But anybody could say that. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I mean, I would love that would be great. some random new drop. I yeah. think that would be cool. Yeah. I would be all for it. Give me, you know, Robo. yeah, give me that cheaper <laughs> robot that I've been asking for for like five years now. If that but, happened, yeah. I would be my jaw would just drop to the floor. <laughs> yeah, I I'd don't so expect surprised. I don't expect anybody yeah. else caring about any Chibi Robo games or if it, if the very least it would be like Chibi Robo. I don't know some some weirdo spinoff version of it. it Chibi Robo be, goes to the mall. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be some weird like what a Chiba Robo Not snap type version game yeah. where I'm like, oh, I'm good with that. But who knows? I'm excited. I would hope. I hope they give us something like that. You know, soon. I'm ready for some Nintendo news. I'm ready for Nintendo to give us some Nintendo news as opposed to rumors and like things getting leaked out and stuff like that. I want Nintendo to give us a direct now. We spoke about Epic Games and their Epic Games store earlier, but if you all remember, there's this giant Epic Games slash Apple battle going on, and apparently it is continuing to go on. If you are not familiar, Fortnite was removed from the App Store as Epic Games aimed to circumvent Apple's 30% cut of all purchases on the platform. So, you know, the way Apple's platform works, you developers put their stuff on there and they take a cut, as you would expect. And 30% is kind of the norm across the board for all of these, Apple, Xbox, PlayStation. I think even Nintendo does it. So Mm. it's not unheard of. It does seem like a lot to us, but it's not unheard of. That seems to be the industry standard price that you pay to have your stuff on like a Nintendo eShop and things like that. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So essentially they tried to get around that and Apple said, no, no, no. And took them down and said, you have to pay our, our fee, which you did sign a contract for. And then Epic said, well, we're going to sue you because you're unfair, basically. Well, now it looks like 35 states in the US have said that Apple's app store practices aim to overshadow the competition. This backs Epic Games' claim. Additionally, bipartisan group of attorneys said that the judge's initial ruling that Apple's app store doesn't have dominant control over the mobile app market was false, but Apple does seem to be confident that Epic's challenge will fail. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like Epic is gaining some support here. Personally, I feel like you signed a contract. You agreed to this. You shouldn't all of a sudden act surprised or upset that they're taking 30% because you knew what was going to happen. I think if there was a time and place, you should have fought this before you signed the contract or when you went to renew the contract instead of being shady and try to do some sort of workaround so you could get out of your contract. If there was a contract in place, you are wrong and there is no if, ands, or buts about it. You signed a contract. You're a big boy, Epic. Stop pretending you didn't know. I kind of agree with you. Yes, they signed a contract, so they should stick to that. But just because it's in a contract doesn't mean it's necessarily good for the industry. And I think that's more so what this is about is Apple like, yeah, Epic Store was bad and went against their contract and stuff. But then they're realizing, I think, that what Apple's doing isn't the most fair. Like, a 30% cut is a pretty big cut. Then you have to fight all so, of them. But that's what I'm saying is that's kind of what's been happening is it's like 
this whole lawsuit in itself is pointing out all these weird things in the industry. I'm not taking a side. I'm just I'm just saying like just because you sign a contract doesn't mean it's right. Like I have zero sympathy for Epic. I have zero sympathy for Apple. But in my opinion, it's you signed a contract. I don't really care what the argument is or how you feel or anything like that. Don't sign the contract. Epic is huge, huge. So don't they can't pretend like they're the victim in this case where I think that if you have an issue with it, it should have been done, but it should have been done at the right time and place or when you went to renew or whatever. The way I look at it too is maybe they're kind of testing Apple to see maybe let's see if we can get away with this. If we don't, great, they'll kick us out of the store. And then we'll have to then we'll fight them. I don't think it's I don't think it's so black and white. Like that, that's I what think I'm it getting is. At. I feel like Epic is shady and they definitely sh- they shouldn't have done what they did when they did it. And I'm so sick of hearing Epic pretend like they're the victims in this case. They're not. I don't think either of these companies are a victim in any way, shape, or form. You agreed to the contract, though. And in my opinion, that's it. That's it. Because in our business, if somebody said, oh, you know what? I agreed to your contract on that logo, but I don't feel like that's the fair price. I think you're unfair. And now I'm going to stop paying you. We would be irate. Irate. We'd be so angry. And it's like... Guys, you signed it. You signed it. There is no way. No, I agree. You can get I agree with. There. I agree with you that. But what I'm saying is, this is kind of boiled over into a bigger thing, where it's more so focusing on the cut that Apple is taking from purchases. But it's not just Apple. We got to stop saying Apple's taking. In this instance, the that, industry yes. is taking. Yes. I don't care if the industry is unfair regarding this 30% price. That's not the argument. That's not Epic's argument. They're mad that Epic or Apple was taking 30%, but you agreed to it. So what I'm saying is, yes, if 30% is unfair across the board for all of these developers or uh, I guess platforms, not even so much developers, then they all should be fought at once and not after you've already agreed to pay the price. Yeah, that's what I think is starting to happen here is it's just kind of bringing it to the light. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, boohoo to both of them that you're not making boo-hoo, billions more than you already have. Millions of thousands of billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll see what happens in probably yeah. five years. How long has this been going on for at this point? Too long. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's been about two years too long. Yeah. <laughs> But well, that does it for our news this week. Uh, let's move on to the top 10 bestsellers. In first place, we have Pokemon Legend Arceus, which I've been watching some streams of. It looks pretty good. I'm not, I don't plan on picking it up anytime soon, but from what I've seen, I get intense Breath of the Wild vibes from it. And it just makes me want to play Breath of the Wild again. Oh, yeah. They straight up <laughs> copied Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But I think it Without is a, a good, doubt. I think it's a good direction for Pokemon to go in. People have been wanting that for a while. So, yeah. 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 I think uh, I, I'm really on the fence with this one. I like a lot of what I've seen regarding sort of these tasks in these checklists. Mm-hmm. And it's it seems to be a step away from the training and more of your, uh, your like, a, a scientist. You're actually your collector, kind of collecting and yeah. documenting and taking notes on the Pokemon. You're creating the first Pokedex, mm-hmm. which obviously you're always trying to complete the Pokedex in every Pokemon game, but this is the first one. And there's all these tasks associated with that, which I think is awesome. And and That's that cool. part of what I've seen, it really excites me because I like we've discussed before with things like Stardew Valley and Chibi Robo and all those kind of task-based games. I really do like that aspect of mm-hmm. it. And that, if nothing else, has me intrigued to pick it up. But I was kind of 
I enjoyed Sword and Shield to a point. And then I think we've conveyed towards the end, once you finally get through the whole story, it was kind of in the meh category because it was like, you know, it looked fine. I mean, there was a lot of arguments about the way it looked, but graphics aren't everything to me. So I was okay with that. And I thought it looked better than most Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also sick of sort of the kitty sort of storylines and the this is you this is how, what a pokemon in and this is a pokeball and this is how you do this it's like dude this game has been around for 25 yeah. years like come on so At least there's give certain you the things, option to not have to do it sure yeah. yeah like let me pick and choose and from what i've heard that that is all back in this game so mm-hmm. you don't get to skip anything you don't get to say i'm i'm a i'm a veteran i know how to play pokemon so I, I don't know. I'm just really on the fence with whether or not I care about Pokemon anymore. And I hate to say it because I really love the basic core game of it. I love the idea of collecting and battling and all of that stuff. But I just need maybe more. I needed to really shake it up to for me to kind of spark my interest in the game again. Now, that all being said, Becca, who's been on the show before and she reviewed Pokemon Snap for us, I think she's going to come on next week. We're going to try to get her on after yeah. she's had a little more time to play it. She is currently playing it and we will get her takes on it. We'll get her review because neither you and I plan on buying it anytime soon. No. Um, so we'll get her take. So at least we have sort of a, a, a review slash critique of this game and uh, we'll see what, what somebody that actually is playing it thinks, but yeah. I'm, I'm just on the fence. I think there's some things that looks really, really good and other things I'm like, uh, eh. Not not too into. Also, I feel like we kind of have the upper hand here because Becca is a UX researcher. This is what she yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> this is what she does for a living. Yeah. So hot take yeah. from a professional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, researcher. Um, and I, you know, and I've also said that while graphics don't make a huge difference, I have been hearing from some reviewers that it is uh, unfortunate how this game looks. Oh, and to the point where it's. It seems like Pokemon players should start to be demanding more is is the gist of what the reviewer had stated. Well, we've been so, saying that since the since Sword and Shield, like demanding more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand that Game Freak is, you know, on the smaller side, but you also make a, like a bajillion dollars from all your Pokemon games. You should just expand the company. Yeah. Like put money into the company so that you can do games that are a, a bigger scale and, or explore, and more explore grand. other avenues that are a little more mature for older gamers like not, i would love that too yeah, yeah i would love that yeah like Has, maybe try a whole like you have this game which i have heard is more difficult is much more difficult mm-hmm. than most but you have this game which is great and and maybe like you start pushing that even more maybe like these pokemon side games are even more complex or maybe there's more role-playing elements and things that make it a little story more elements interesting are more like mature as opposed to like little kid like there's for example there's this one story of this kid who like had to fight with his pokemon but he just couldn't take out his pokemon and got too scared and it's like okay suck it up yeah yeah <laughs> like oh right you are not the lead character in this game i am like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still silly. am really waiting though for that full-on role-playing it doesn't even have to be an mmo yeah. like full-on role-playing game where i can completely customize and make my own character and i kind of find my way and do 
what I want to do, right? Yeah. Like there's just Pokemon in the world. There's NPCs out there. Maybe there's other players. I don't know if the, if they can handle it. I it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like Sword they can. and Shield didn't seem like they could that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it would be awesome to just have this sort of open world. You're kind of making your story. There's 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 the story elements if you want to do it, but there's not if you want to just kind of go out and collect and explore and um and I've, from what I've heard that this game still feels very empty, especially as you get further into it. Mm. There's it just seems like you're going into caves and there's nothing there there's like just nothing there so that's that's disappointing like you have this really rich ip with a lot of going on i mean years and years and years of history already into this game and you're still making stuff that people are like eh, i don't know it needs more but we'll see we'll have somebody with first-hand experience yeah. it seems like it's a step in the right direction in the same way that sword and shield was but it's just not enough still needs more still yeah, needs yeah. more yep but yeah, we'll get Becca's hot take next week or the week after, depending on when she is able to put time into the game. But yeah. I look forward to that. Um, well, back to our bestsellers list. In second place, we have Super Mario or Mario Party Superstars, not Super Mario Party Superstars. <laughs> In third, we have Minecraft. Fourth, Cooking Simulator. Fifth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Sixth, Mortal Kombat 11, not two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and seventh is Among Us. Eighth, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Ninth, Stardew Valley. And ten is Unpacking. And I still want to nice. check out the game. I was going through my wish list and saw it was still on there because I kind of forgot about it. But nice, yeah. yeah, a lot of good games on the list. A lot of new ones like jumping back up. Mortal Kombat back up on the list. Mm-hmm. I don't it, Unpacking obviously up on the list. Now speaking of your wish list, we have new releases coming out this week, and we've got a bunch of checks, or at least you have a bunch of checks. So why don't you kick it off? Yeah, the first game that I have checked is coming out on February 2nd. It's called The Dead Tree of Ranchuna. Sure. Ranchuna? Yeah. Uh, It's a puzzle adventure game. You journey across a vast landscape with detailed locales. Essentially, you are this college student who comes back to your village uh, after being away for a while, and it's almost like barren for some Mm. reason, and you're trying to figure this out. So you do all these like puzzles and... It's kind of like a walking simulator with puzzles and some puzzle elements, but it seems interesting. It kind of reminded me a little bit of The Eye of Aura. I think that's how you say it. Um, It was Mm -hmm. a game I reviewed when I first started uh, joining in the podcast, but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a point and click adventure type game. But the difference with this one is you're actually like walking with your character and you can switch between third person and first person. The soundtrack seems nice. Um, Yeah, just seems like just interesting. It piqued my interest. And that's for $10. I, I didn't say the price, I don't think. I almost put a check on this one, um, but I didn't know if it was just too much of a walking sim. Yeah. Like it it, it looked like it was maybe a little, t- like not enough happening going on, uh, but it wasn't clear. It, it, it had my interest and it looked decent. And then I was kind of like, I, I don't really know where this is going. Yeah, they don't give a lot of information about it. <laughs> like, like, I want to know what the ratio of puzzles to walking is. That yeah. would be helpful. Like, just give me a graph so I can see. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. It, it looked maybe like it, it kind of looked a little eerie too, like a little mysterious. Yeah, kind of. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it could be good. Mm-hmm. It could be good. Uh, the next one I have checked, and we both actually have checked, is mm-hmm. comes out February third, and it's Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishments. So it's normally on sale for thirty dollars. It's on sale right now for twenty five forty nine. And you are going to do things that Sherlock Holmes does. You're going to be solving mysteries and murders and all of the things you would 
expect. It has very positive and mostly positive reviews on Steam. So I thought it looked interesting and I gave that a check. Yeah, at first I was interested because Sherlock Holmes, I mean, of course you're going to be interested. But then once I saw it's kind of like six different cases that you solve, I was like, okay, well, this feels like it's a little more worth the money now. And it looks decent. Yeah. Yeah. Like visually, it looks nice. So. Yeah, I'm into it. it I've never played any of these Sherlock Holmes games. So I thought, uh, you know, why not check one out? Mm. Uh, The last game on the list that either of us has checked, I I checked it. It's coming out February 4th. It's called Land of Screens. Normally $6. It's basically on sale for close to $6. (laughs) It's like barely on sale. Um, But it's a point and click adventure indie game. You play as this character named Holland where she's broken up with her boyfriend of five years and now her social media is going nuts. So she decides that she's going to embark on a mission to ditch social media, ditch the Internet uh, and try to make real relationships with people. Um, I did think that this had the potential to annoy me in the way that Night in the Woods did. Mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like teenage angstiness. But this one did seem like it had a fresher, more uplifting kind of look and feel to it. Uh, so I put a check on it because I'm like, you know what? It seems seems like it could be decent. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, what we're playing. Christina, what have you been playing this week? So I played a little Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. And I will say that, I expected the beginning to be exactly what the demo was. The demo is not the game. The first puzzle you play is included in the demo, but it's not like the same setup. Oh, like the okay, puzzles are different in the beginning. So like if you played the demo and then you hop in the game, it's going to be different, which is okay. good. I appreciate it because it's like, oh, okay, it's like fresh and new. This is interesting. Um, but I will say that the demo is like a nice tutorial. So definitely play the demo before playing the game. Hmm. Because it okay. kind of make like points out like different things you can do. Because otherwise, it's like in the first puzzle you do, it's like you do this, you can do this, you can do this, and then the next puzzle is like you're on your own. So, yeah, I, I definitely suggest testing out that demo. Well, but I've been we, enjoying we, it. So we both own it too, so we yeah. could do co op for that at some point. I don't want to play co op with you in that because when we played co op in the little co op Captain Toad treasure levels in Super Mario 3D World. You know how many times you caused me to get killed or you like turn the screen and then I would fall off a thing or. <laughs> I feel like that was probably mostly your own fault. It definitely, we have it recorded. It's on our YouTube. You can watch it. <laughs> uh, agree to disagree. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure no. it was 95% your fault that you fall off. I mean, I can't make you fall off a map. That seems... Well, I remember specifically there was one point where you were like, oh, go and do this thing. And then you start turning the map on me. And I'm like, (laughs) stop moving the map. Or like there's this like I remember it was like a log or something that was like turning down into the water and I was under the water. And then you started like pushing me into the log. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm pretty sure you were trying to kill me in that situation. So I don't know if I really want to play co-op with you in this. But if we do, we should stream it at least. That doesn't that doesn't sound like me. Mm. Uh, I also played a bunch of Stardew Valley, and it's funny because I jumped into the game that I was streaming, and I got pretty far, and I didn't realize how far I was, and just like, so I I mean I don't know if you're at this part, but I unlocked this whole other building, this whole uh, new building. No, I don't. 
I really don't know. I, I okay. have. So I've also been playing Stardew Valley. That's the only thing I've played at all this this week because I've been playing a lot of Halo and I'm almost done. I'm I, I I'm <gasps> like steps away from the final boss, I believe. Oh boy! So the last two battles have been extremely intense, extremely intense. Very, very difficult because I have been playing on Legendary. I don't know if I had mentioned that a couple of times before, but it is so much harder. And I am, um, I have beat, there's like multiple actual final bosses. So there's this character called the Blade Master who mm. I beat. And then there was this other character, Eshram, who I That's beat. That's a cool name. And now I'm up against the, the final, I believe, boss. And, uh, both of those battles were like you sweat inducing complex. You had to have full control of kind of like a Metroid dread thing where you had to know all of your, you're constantly switching between your different equipment. So you're using, especially for the blade master, cause he would go invisible. So I had to constantly oh, be no. down my like little sensors so I could see him and then switch to my grapple real quick. Cause if I didn't get out of the way quick enough, he would slice me and it was a one hit kill. Mm-hmm. So Basically, what I ended up doing is getting him stuck in this little corridor. Like I went through the corridor and he came following behind me and I shot at these. It was uh, like these energy blocks there. And he luckily was in there and it just kind of kept bouncing around on him and it <laughs> took him out. But it was oh, just nice. like it 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 worked how I hoped. But as I expected, it wouldn't work, but it did work. So it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I like I beat figured this. it out. It was like, yeah, it was like my fourth time playing him and I was able to beat him. And I thought this was going to be a battle that lasted for two days. So I, that's <laughs> where my energy has been. But when I'm not playing that, I have been playing Stardew Valley. I jump back in. I'm in the middle of winter, almost the end of winter. I think I have the winter festival coming up. Um, but I, I spend a lot of my time just wandering around because I really do not remember what the heck I'm doing in this game. Uh, <laughs> I do some fishing occasionally. And it feels like there's entirely too much to do and not enough to do at any given moment. I know. And it's oh. like, I don't, what am I going to do today? And then I fish for 10 minutes. I'm like, well, I better get to bed, you know? And it's, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. I don't really remember, but it is nice to be back and I'm excited for spring because then I feel like I can kind of restart almost, you yeah. know, I, and I know that there's things where you miss uh, you know, oh, you should be doing this in the first winter and blah, blah, blah. I can't think just like that because I just need to be able to enjoy yeah. the game at my own pace. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are constantly like trying to build everything and do all these crazy things to to make the most out of their first year. But you really don't need to rush it. No. I don't think. It's, Stardew is one of those games you can really just play at your own pace and it'll all like you'll get the full game experience eventually. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I'm in no rush. No rush. It's, there's plenty to do. <laughs> and it's and it's such a wonderful, great game. Yeah. And the music's wonderful. And uh still it still is very fun to play. So yeah, yeah that's what I've been when doing when I'm not doing anything else. I mean, to put it in perspective too, I played I've played this game on three different systems. I've played the game like three different times on my Switch, and I'm still like finding things that are new to me. Have you like, completed the game? Like, have you finished the game? No, because I just play for so long. Like, I just do. I like. I don't even know if you can really finish Stardew Valley. I don't even. Yeah, I, like, I guess I what, what think, technically is finish it I would be finishing, finishing the community. Like, yeah, but even now, like, because there is the recent update, 
well, not super stuff. recent, but over the last year, there was another update. Now there's so much yeah. more things to do. Like I just unlocked this theater. Um, hmm. Now I can That's apparently cool. build a house for Pam if I have 500,000 gold. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's all fun. Yeah. So it's extra stuff where you can kind of build up this community even more. And it It must be part of the 1.5 update. Then It must have been. I don't know. That was like their big. Maybe. I Um, think that was the big update. But I've never finished Skull Cavern. I've never. I don't even go in it. I I got to level three last night and then I was like way too stressed out and then I couldn't sleep. So (laughs) it's very hard. Yeah, it's really, really hard. Um, yeah, and I have much like harder than the all dungeon. of the galaxy gear too. I have the galaxy sword, the galaxy dagger, the galaxy boots. Um, I have like the crazy rings too that will like, I have I have a ring now where if I kill an enemy, I gain health, which is super awesome. But I just got yeah, that last night. I've never gotten that before. So, I mean, I I've been have playing this game for five years. I mean, I, th- I think I was playing it when it first came out, right? Yeah, we both when played it, it the like, first when it first came out yeah, on PC. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't have any of that stuff. I'm I'm essentially fighting with like a wooden sword and a captain's hat. So it's like yeah. I, I'm doing my best, but it I I don't I might as well strap some newspaper to my my shins and go to town. <laughs> I, I, there's really like I'm I'm pretty uh, rustic as far as my my equipment goes in Stardew Valley, but I'm I've made it through all 100 floors in the the mines yeah i've um, done that but skull cavern's but, a whole other beast yeah i went in there once and was like yep this ain't for me yeah and now not yet anyway and now so i've only been doing this because i found out so i have my little fishing ponds now where i have certain fish and oh, i have yeah, i yeah. one for lava eels and i need to get this certain kind of mineral to make my lava eels happy and the only thing i can get it from is either those like rainbow geodes i and there's an actual name for them, but that's what I call them. And then the lava, the magma geodes or the red ones. And the mm. only, I can only get them in like 10 levels of the regular um, mines. And mm. then I can get them in Skull Cavern. So I've been in Skull Cavern and then I realized I can just buy geodes with hay from the place in the desert. So now I'm trying to harvest a bunch of hay and buy a bunch of hay so I can go there and buy a whole bunch of geodes so I can smash them. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I have. I've been doing a lot. And then I I finally asked Sebastian to be my boyfriend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't have a a significant other in my game yet. There's too many options. Too many possibilities. I was going to go for, uh, is it Penny? Yeah. I was going to try to go for Penny. Penny. She seems very nice and sweet and like she would help around the farm be happy yeah. about it but sebastian i feel like you know he's good with computers so and like mechanical things he fixes he fixes bikes so if like my farm equipment breaks or my farm computer breaks like he's on it he'll be there and and you know he can code and develop stuff on the side while i'm making eggs and mayonnaise or mayonnaise and cheese and it seemed like a great and he has a motorcycle so yeah yeah win-win uh-huh very symbiotic relationship i thought so so much better than shane Shane, I, I yeah. used to go for Shane, but I mean, he just likes chickens too much, and it was a little weird. Yeah, his so, chicken love is getting out of yeah, control. He really liked those chickens. Well, you can't. You, I think that's the only way you get the blue chicken, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Well, you miss out on that now. That's but okay. That's awesome. Little Stardew Valley talk there. Well, 
If you feel the need to write us or the want to write us, the desire to write us, you can do that. You can head over to nintendodispatch.com, hit the contact button, and tell us what you think of all of the things we've been discussing. Maybe are we getting a direct anytime soon? Do you think we're crazy about the epic battle with Apple and blah, blah, blah? Do you want to talk about Stardew Valley with us? Then even Halo. to do so, even I would love to talk about Halo with anybody. Feel free to do that over on the website. Uh, if you want to watch a stream, go to twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch. If you want to chat with us on Twitter, you go at Dispatch Podcast or to our Discord. And the info for that is on the website. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. Dispatch.